What up, everybody? Good morning. Good morning. Welcome to Nino's Corner. And I know all of you have been loving the Nino's Corner.tv interviews. They've been fire. Fire. Um, something nobody's talking about today, folks. Essentially, Biden met with the Mexican president and Canada's Prime Minister Justin Trudeau and basically shredded the Constitution. And I'm going to get into that. This is very, very serious. Nobody's aware of this. Nobody's talking about it. It's just swept under the rug, but this is huge. It is huge. Folks, um, you can Venmo me, D-Rod 1977, D-Rod 1977. If you appreciate me, I appreciate you. Um, when the lights go out on Amazon, uh, when the lights go out on Amazon, a book I wrote on my iPhone. Uh, it took me a month to write it. I had a lot of shit up here. I had to, I had to uh, get out, get out of my soul. This is a, I put it on paper. When the lights go, this was very cathartic for me, very, very therapeutic. And then my mama's book, the Mex, uh, the Mexican mix. That's also on Amazon. Leave her an honest review as well, folks. We love it. Thank you so much. Thank you for the support. I really mean that from the bottom of my heart. And those of you using the super chat, thank you. Health with Nino. I'm about to get started, folks. Just hold on to your seats. Buckle up. Health with Nino, folks. Uh, if you've started to notice an increase in the appearance of wrinkles, fine lines, bags under your, under your eyes, and other usual signs of aging, it might be more than just stress from the new year. Your collagen levels could be low. As you've gotten older, you may have also found that your nails are more brittle, hair is thinner, and skin isn't as strong, which can all be related to declining collagen production. I'm impressed because in just a week of taking the premium collagen powder, I've noticed significant reduction in the appearance of wrinkles and fine lines. I take it every day. I take this every day. My skin has once again regained its youthful glow, hydration, and elasticity, folks. I want you to try it as well and experience this amazing effects it had on me. Get a bag today for 51% off. Plus, receive several free bonuses before their New Year sale ends by going to Health with Nino. Hit the link below, folks. Hit the link below. I seriously, I've been using collagen for the last 10 years. And I and I, I love it. I love collagen. I take it every day with my coffee and then I take it at night before I go to bed. Thank you, Kelly Thomas. All right, let's get into this. Well, first, Spotify is Nino's Corner. Getter is Nino's Corner. Telegram is Nino's Corner. Rumble is Nino's Corner. Truth Social is David Rodriguez Boxer. My Instagram is David Nino Rodriguez Boxer. My Twitter is Nino Boxer. And folks, Bing, right there, PatriotWear.com. A lot of you are loving the new Black Sheep uh, clothing line. It is fire. I love it too. I haven't got my shipment in yet. I'm waiting on it. So I'll be wearing a lot of Black Sheep, uh, the Black Sheep of broadcasting clothing, folks. Uh, I'll be wearing a lot of those shirts and hats. We're getting the hats made too. So PatriotWear is on fire as well. Everything's on fire. Um, ninoscorner.tv folks, ninoscorner.tv, amazing. Uh, the ghost has returned. He's on there talking about how we're depleting our military stock going to Ukraine. Uh, I have David Ike and Laura Eisenhower on there right now. Uh, it's up. That's an amazing interview. We're talking about the consciousness paradigms, the coexisting consciousness paradigms, the battle for these consciousness paradigms, the real war on your mind. And the reincarnation trap, the reincarnation trap. And can you do anything about it? Is there an, is there a remedy for this reincarnation prison planet? It's pretty, it's honestly, folks, it's a, it's a damn good interview. I'm very proud of it. Uh, David Icke was fire, was fire. I, uh, I got a one. I mean, I got one Oh seven probably coming on today. Or tomorrow, I'm going to be talking to him about what I'm about to talk about right now. Um, and I had General Flynn. I talked to General Flynn yesterday. That was interesting, folks. Never before have I had this happen. Never before have I had this happen. I was really getting into a deep conversation with, with the general. He's a, he's a great guy, great patriot. And then all of a sudden, my Zoom, bing, froze. Both of us. Usually, it's just one or the other, but this time, both. Like, my Zoom just cut out. It just completely cut out. 
when I was in the middle of a discussion with General Flynn, I got 45, 46, 47 minutes in there with him. I'm going to post that anyway on ninoscorner.tv talking about fifth generational warfare and what it entails. What does that encompass? And I went a little deeper and talked to him about Trump and some other things. You're going to really love this interview. It's on ninoscorner.tv. I'll be putting it up uh, tonight or tomorrow morning because David Icke is up there right now. Uh, I also got Dustin Nemos coming on. And, folks, I decided to put the Derek Gilbert interview about Saturn's return, uh, the occult belief system. I'm going to put that on YouTube for you as a present tomorrow. I don't think it a I, – I don't I, – I think I'm dancing the fine line, as always, but I think it's up to standard with community guidelines. Even General Flynn asked me. He was like, how are you still up on YouTube? And I was like, well – this is the G-rated version of me, folks. <laughs> you don't want to see the rated R, believe me. You don't. Or do you want to see the triple X from Sancho? The rated X version of Sancho. I was going to ask General Flynn if he would run with Sancho. He could be my vice president. Pero Sancho bows to nobody. <laughs> Flynn, you can work for me. El Sancho for Presidente. All right, folks. And without further ado, clap, boom. coming at you live from the apocalypse, folks. Yeah, baby, yeah. Mm. Wake up. No news is covering this. None, none. Why would they? Everything they try to do is in secret until now. <laughs> until Nino gets a hold of it. You don't see Fox covering it. Definitely not CNN. What are they doing in secret? So Biden makes a trip. And I don't know if you guys seen this or if you've heard this before. The Declaration of North America. Ripping up our Constitution. The Declaration of, of North America was done in secret. Very few uh, syndicates have, uh, has, uh, have come on and talked about this, reported on this. So, folks, and I talked to Juan about this earlier. You can go to the whitehouse.gov and look at this. Whitehouse.gov, look at, this was done in secret, look at the Declaration of North America. Today, or this was yesterday or the day before, President Andres Manuel López Abrador, President Joseph R. Biden, and Prime Minister Justin Trudeau met in Mexico City for the 10th North American Leaders Summit. The leaders are determined to fortify our region's security, prosperity, sustainability, and inclusiveness through commitments across six pillars. Diversity, equity, and inclusion. Climate change and the environment. Competitiveness, competitiveness, migration and development. Migration and development. Pay attention to that. That's why we have no borders right now. Migration and development. Health and Regional security. North America shares a unique history and culture that emphasizes innovation, equi equitable development, and mutually beneficial trade to create inclusive economic opportunities for the benefit of our people. We are not just neighbors and partners. Our people share bonds of family and friendship and value above all else. So they, they package this up to look really nice. But essentially what he's doing is destroying the Constitution, ripping it up. It's basic. What this is, is the North American Union. New World Order. Right here. Destroying our borders. Just conveniently. Ah, we don't need the Constitution. We don't need it. That's what this traitor's doing. So what happens to our rights? What happens to us paying taxes? Who are we paying taxes to now? Um, who's our military fighting for? NATO? Uh, our... Our lockdown is going to be in the norm now? We're going to have to cooperate with Canada, Mexico. What's going on here? This is worse than NAFTA. My question is, where does it go from here? So basically, Biden has all the executive orders. He's doing exactly what he's told to do. He's just destroying the country, the, the Constitution. But now, now that he's done this, where does this go? And I'm going to talk to Juan about that today. 
And if you're wondering why we have a border crisis, why there's an invasion at the border, it's because they don't want borders. They want it all one. North American Union. I don't know how we turn this around. I, I, there's so much damage that has been done with this numbnut, with this milky white soulless grub worm, beady little black eyes. I don't even know if he's fucking human. There's so much damage that has been done with this guy. I don't know, folks. I, I'm hoping we can turn this around. I have faith in it. I'm, I'm very confident, but I'm like, when I start seeing steps like this, Go to whitehouse.gov and look at this. Go and look at this yourself. Raise awareness. Send this to your friends. Send this video to your friends. Hello? We're losing our country, or have we lost it? Share this video, folks. Get it out there, because this is serious. Go to whitehouse.gov and look at it yourself. It's the Declaration of North America. DNA. Declaration of North America. This guy did this in secrecy. But like I said, folks, the light is shine on them now. The light is shine on them now. You ain't going to get away with it, buddy. <laughs> Nino caught wind. I caught wind. <laughs> You're little bullshit. Oh, boy. So... As Biden secretly destroys the Constitution, Trump basically makes it known to DeSantis. <laughs> yeah, don't fuck with me. Uh, I've always said, and I've said this from the beginning, DeSantis, you know, he does a, a few things right. Maybe let's say 80%, 90% he does right. But I'm watching that 10% or even that 1% because to me, he's a globalist pawn. And I've said this over and over and over. And all of you have said to me, yeah, he's not going to run. This guy, he can't run. This and that. Oh, yeah? Really? I, I've been, I've hit the nail on the head so many times. Sure, I've been wrong about a few things. Nobody can be 100% right. But I've, I've, I don't know, man. My precision has been pretty good. And, and what I'm worried about is Trump and DeSantis as they duke this out, okay, as they go head-to-head now, which it looks like it's going to start. I'm still watching Pence. And uh, I, th- I think it was Ivan Raiklin that was on my show that was talking about Pence. He's just lingering in the shadows like a stale fart. <laughs> He's just in the shadows with those nice little parted hair, Christian values. I always beware of the people that are always spouting off the Christian stuff to me, Bible verses, and it's like, <laughs> what do you got in your closet? What kind of bones do you have stored in your closet? Just saying. They're always the first to judge. Oh, boy. I'm coming up on three years and one month sober. Can you believe that? I can't. I really can't. <laughs> what am I doing with my life? So Trump, Trump today on DeSantis, uh, actually yesterday. I got him elected pure and simple. This is a statement from Trump. What I would like to say, actually what I'd like to say is a threat from Trump. I got him elected pure and simple, and there was no reason to go wild about endorsing him. So now I hear he might want to run against me. So we'll handle we'll handle that the way I handle things. <laughs> We'll handle that the way I handle things. He sounds like a mob boss. And we'll handle, we'll handle it the way we handle things. You know what I'm saying? What's he saying? I don't know. I took that and I was like, what do you mean that way you handle things? You didn't handle Joe Biden very well, or are you? Just saying, Trump. I love Trump. I do, obviously. But, uh... Joe Biden didn't get handled. <laughs> I'm just saying. That's my frustration speaking. That's my frustration speaking. But I don't know. From what Trump is saying here, we'll handle it the way we I handle things. What exactly is he saying? 
Maybe it's the same way he's handling McCarthy right now. I would take this threat very serious if I was DeSantis. I wouldn't fuck with the bull because you're going to get the horns. Like I said, and listen, even General Flynn, you know, really dismissed the fact that there's any kind of plan, said it's kind of a pipe dream. You guys aren't going to like that in any of you. I have my opinions. I absolutely believe there is something bigger happening in the background. I do believe that. And I know a lot of you do as well, because if they, if there wasn't, Trump wouldn't be so ballsy, so confident at all. <laughs> Believe me when I tell you that. You don't just play chicken with the globalists. You don't do it. And this would have been a wrap with Hillary. I know that for a fact. It would have been done, done, game over for all of us Americans. So we'll handle this the way I handle things. Interesting. Former President Trump sounded a note of confidence regarding the possibility Florida Governor Ron DeSantis might enter the 2020-2024 presidential race saying, we'll handle that the way I handle things. During an interview with David Brody on the water cooler on Monday, Trump was asked if it would be a bad move for DeSantis to jump into the presidential race. The Florida governor has not officially announced a White House bid, as Trump has, but has been widely speculated he is considering joining the GOP primary. So to me, he does this. Got a lot of backers, got a lot of donors, DeSantis does. So you know, now I hear he might want to run against me. So we'll handle that the way I handle things, Trump said, in a part after boasting about his endorsement of DeSantis' first successful Gluber national campaign. Several recent polls have shown DeSantis beating Trump in hypothetical matchups. More bullshit, more pure. But where were these polls held? By like 10, 15 people that hate Trump? I mean, it's just, it's it's garbage. One poll from from Yahoo News, Yahoo News, YouGov released last month showed DeSantis ahead of Trump 47 to 42%. Among registered voters. So what they're doing here is conditioning you. Conditioning the people to be like, oh, well, of course he was. Of course DeSantis will get the nomination. He's up in all the polls. No, he's not. (laughs) No, he's not. Don't believe it. It's bullshit. Same thing they did with Hillary. Anybody, the media, the the big donors get behind. You got to beware of them. Just saying. It's common sense. I hope all of you have a little bit of common sense to see this. A separate poll from Vanderbilt University, also from December, showed DeSantis receiving 54% among registered Republicans compared to 41% for Trump. And what are they going to do with DeSantis? They're going to make him, they're going to push him to be the cool kid on the block. The young, strong guy. The guy that gets things done. That's how they're going to push DeSantis. They're going to start moving him into the public eye and be like, he's a symbol of strength. Was he a Navy SEAL? Can you guys give me a thumbs up if he was, if he was something like that? I, I'm not sure if he was. I don't want to misquote anything here or throw bullshit up from my fact checkers. But was he a Navy SEAL? I don't care if he was or not. Yes? Okay. Still not my guy. <laughs> Still not my guy. Oh, boy. Anyway. Ron DeSantis takes on the likability issue, sort of. So they're already coming out with these these uh these articles Tallahassee Florida when a couple hundred major donors a couple hundred major donors of governor Ron DeSantis inauguration arrived at candlelight dinner his candlelight dinner to the sounds of solo saxophonist the night before his swearing in last week they found a pair of surprise surprises waiting for them in a departure from the pedestrian fair found at most political banquets DeSantis a food lover he's a food lover Aren't we all? Uh, with Italian roots, flew in the crew from Carbone, the trendy New York-founded restaurant chain that moved to Miami last year to both make a point about companies relocating to Florida and to offer a treat to contributors who have gave at least $25,000. Oh. Yeah, what was even more of a thrill 
to the donors. Then Carbone's signature spicy rigatoni was what happened during the dinner. DeSantis and his wife, Casey, went table to table, greeting and thanking the attendees. So he went table to table. Thank you. Thank you. for. Oh, you gave at least $25,000? Oh, thank you. Oh, grease me some more. That's what it was, okay? They just circle jerked. That's all they did. Just saying. Oh, boy, I told you, folks, I said it. I said it, I said it, I said it, I said it. Watch out for this guy, and I'm still saying watch out for him, but I'm looking at Pence, too. Pence is just staying out of the picture, isn't he? Being a good little church boy. World Economic Forum News. World Economic Forum News. Um, My doorbell's about to ring. Declares World Economic Forum declares 2023 the year of polycrisis. This is big. Davos summit doubles down on ESG policies amid shortages, inflation, and rising dissent. World World Economic Forum WEF Chairman Klaus Schwab. Klaus Schwab. Announced the kickoff of the 53rd annual meeting of political leaders, corporate, executive, and activists in Davos, Switzerland, declaring that the summit will focus on rededicating its members to a progressive climate, climate and social justice agenda in the midst of what is described as unprecedented multiple crises. Crises that they create and blame on you. <laughs> Do you see it? And now they're having summits to figure out how best to deal with these crises that they create and blame on you. <laughs> the gig is up. Fuck you. <laughs> yeah, I said it. Oh, boy. The theme of our meeting in Davos is cooperation in a fragmented world. Klaus stated, in what the WEF calls the year of polycrises. Declared the economic, environmental, social, and geopolitical crises are converging and conflating creativity and ex- extremely versatile and uncertain future. And then they get celebrities behind them because celebrities are handled. They're controlled. You got to push this agenda for us, okay? You like being famous? Yes. These people are the most insecure people you'll ever meet in your life. I've been around a lot of them. And I can say I'm somewhat of a quasi, I'm realistic, quasi, small, whatever. I've been around. I've been around. And I've been around these people. They're the most insecure and narcissistic, which is, that goes hand in hand, by the way. Will do anything, anything to keep the ring of Smeagol. So they're easily controlled. We are stuck in a crisis. They use these celebrities to push the agenda, push the propaganda, push the agenda, push it, push it, push it. Now they're all dying. (laughs) Anyway, we're all stuck in a crisis mindset, he warned, but reassured attendees that the annual meeting at Davos shall try to make sure that leaders do not remain trapped in the crisis mindset, but develop a long-term constructive perspective to shape the future in more sustainable, more inclusive, and more resilient way. So they create the problem, and they have the solution. Oh, problem, reaction, solution. David Icke talks about that on ninoscorner.tv. At Davos, mood is somber as many CEOs question economic outlook. So business leaders at the World Economic Forum also see signs of hope. There are all kinds of shoes that could have dropped. So Davos, Switzerland, the, the end of free money era has put a chill on the Swiss mountain air. Business leaders and economists gathered here for the World Economic Forum's annual event say that the, they see the world buffeted, buffeted, or buffeted by high inflation and high interest rates and central banks have pushed through to combat it. So basically what they're saying here is, oh, all of this, all of these problems, we need a, we need a solution. What can we do? It's such a crisis on our planet. Let's get Leonardo DiCaprio to talk about it. Let's get other tool bags to talk about it. Let's get the rock Dwayne Johnson to get up there and 
bis boom raw raw. That's what they do, and then they call these tool bags. I'm going to call them that. Minions. Yet some see reasons to think, or they get Sean Penn or Ben Stiller. <laughs> Fucking scumbags. Oh, boy. Yet some see reasons to think rising inflation sparked by Russia's invasion of Ukraine has peaked. That could have. Russia's invasion of Ukraine. See how they're spinning this? Who instigated this? Problem, reaction, solution. That could, at some business leaders hope, presage a soft economic landing. Alternatively, another rise of interest rates could lead to a more prolonged downturn. Many businesses, so they're going all in, folks. Just like when Biden met with the president of, of uh, Mexico, uh, Canada, they're, they're setting up their dominoes for the final takedown, okay? And they're going to bring in a cashless system is what I'm fucking reading here, okay? They're going to bring in a digital dollar. The mood is somber, said Nick Stutter, chief executive of the Oliver Wayne Group consulting firm, who has ex- attended meetings in Davos for years. At the same time, you got a you got a you got a lot of people hoping that the U.S. and the U.K. environment, if it's necessary, is either short or shallow. Is either short or shallow. What he's saying here is, we hope this goes away, <laughs> but we're engineering all of it. <laughs> so secretly behind the back doors. We jerk each other off. <laughs> Get off on this. Oh, boy. Problem, reaction, solution in which all what they are complaining about, they created the worry in Davos globalization is under siege. Switzerland, a decade ago, political power brokers and corporate bigwigs gathered here in the Swiss Alps under the upbeat theme. It was time for resilient dynamism declared the organizers of the 2013 meeting of the World Economic Forum. After the travels of the global financial crisis, they explained the world was now in a post-crisis stage. It was incumbent of the elites conveyed to Davos to usher in further reforms in the service economic sustainability and competitiveness perennial WEF watchwords that tap into the liberal dogma that long underlay its proceedings where it's desire to do good, need to inter- interfere with profit margins. I, mean, I can't fucking read today. Davos organizers. Musk wasn't invited despite what he says. Yeah, I wouldn't invite him either. He's selling you all out on Twitter. The World Economic Forum says billionaire Elon Musk wasn't on the guest list for the annual meeting of business executives, global leaders, and cultural trendsetters in Davos, Switzerland. Despite with the Twitter owner claims. Why would you want to be invited to this? It's like going to a party in hell. Just saying. Uh, you should be glad, Elon, you weren't invited. I'm still, the jury's still out with me on Elon. I don't know what his true motives are. I know he's in charge of Neuralink. I don't know. I don't know. I know he's doing some good things right now, but I'm still watching him. Just in, Henry Kissinger, Klaus Schwab's mentor. Really? So who's the real job of the hunt? Told the World Economic Forum today that Ukraine should join NATO. Of course. That's what this is all about. Trump reacts after White House says no visitor logs for Biden's Delaware House. Former President Donald Trump spoke out after the White House said there are no visitor logs for President Joe Biden's home in Wilmington, Delaware, where multiple classified documents were discovered. So they're saying, that's all right. There's nobody's been there. It's just, look, classified documents just hanging out by his Corvette collecting dust. Not a big deal. The White House just announced that there are no logs or information of any kind. Yeah, you trust what they say. On visitors to the Wilmington House and flimsy, unlocked, unsecured, but now very famous garage. Maybe they're smart. Maybe they're smarter than we think. Than we think. Trump wrote on social media platform True Social. By the way, I heard Trump is getting ready to make his Twitter debut. Uh, Trump is break uh, preparing for his return to Twitter. His team has been working on his first tweet. And it's possible timing. 
Biden smirks and laughs at reporters while again refusing to answer questions on classified files. As shocking report reveals, Department of Justice made deal to keep FBI agents away from search. <laughs> oh, bro. Grinning Biden, a shit eating, a shit grinning, what is it? Shit grinning smirk, a shit grinning smirk. I don't know. Grinning Biden refused to answer questions from reporters in the Oval Office. He just says, ah, it's none of your business. Fuck off. I don't need to answer any of this. If this was Trump, he'd be crucified. Reporters shouted questions on the on the documents, but he just sat and smiled. And new report found DOJ cut a deal with Biden team to keep FBI out. So they cut a deal with Biden and said, hey, let's get the FBI out of this. Justice agreed to let Biden's Team search solo. They let Biden's team search solo. White House is under insane scrutiny for their response to the files scandal. It took them two months from the first discovery to acknowledge any of them. A lot of heat on McCarthy, folks. A lot of heat on McCarthy. You fucked me, Vern. Buchanan reportedly cursed out Kevin McCarthy after ways and means decisions. So basically, the rhinos are getting angry at McCarthy. Good. They should. Because from what I understand, he's on a very, very short leash. At least I hope. At least I hope so. So, but he is mad enough to quit Congress over losing the gavel. Did U.S. Representative Vern Buchanan curse out Speaker Kevin McCarthy on the House floor? A new report in Puck documents an angry exchange between the Longboat Key Republican after the GOP Steering Committee denied him the chairmanship of the House Ways and Means Committee. This is good, believe me. The gavel instead went to U.S. Rep. Jason Smith, a Missouri Republican, fifth in line in terms of seniority. You fucked me. I know it was you. You whipped against me, Buchanan reportedly told the California Republican. Sources close to Buchanan would not confirm the phrasing, but acknowledge words were shared between the men. Very simply expressed a disappointment to Speaker, Speaker McCarthy, said Max Goodman, Buchanan's political advisor. So he's pissing off some rhinos, folks. He's making some rhinos angry. Good. Good. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It was all planned. Tactical commander for U.S. Capitol Police admits under oath that agitators who were highly trained ripped down the fencing to protest at the U.S. Capitol on January 6th. We've known for two years numerous federal operatives were involved in the January 6th. You know what? On Sunday night, Julie Kelly from America Greatness, along with several J6 prisoners, conservative reporters, J6 family members, and even liberal trolls, joined in the J6 Truth Exposed Twitter space hosted by, I don't like to say their name because they are very uh, censored. Basically, it's coming out. I'm waiting for the videos. A lot of whistleblowers are coming out. Remember, Juan talks about this too. The year of the whistleblower, 2023, more exposing. That's all I can really guarantee for you folks. More exposing, the year of the whistleblower. We are in a race to the finish line, folks. In Russian news, Russia to boost troops in West, expanding army to 1.5 million people. Russia will create new commands near Europe as it expands its military to 1.5 million people amid deepening tensions with the U.S. and its allies over the Kremlin's invasion of Ukraine. Texas Rep. Sheila Jackson Lee introduces bill to combat white supremacy. (laughs) What? Okay. All these people are so fucking nuts. They're nuts. U.S. Rep. Sheila Jackson Lee has introduced a bill aiming at fighting white supremacy, motherfucker, by attaching criminal charges to certain forms of the hate speech. The Texas Democrat, of course, introduced 
Leading Against White Supremacy Act of 2023, which aims to prevent and prosecute white supremacy-inspired hate crimes and conspiracy to commit white supremacy-inspired hate crimes. The conspiracy edition means people who use hate speech online could face criminal charges under the legislation even if they don't act on their threats. So what you think and what you say, you're a racist. You're a white supremacist. I'm a Mexican white supremacist, folks. Sancho. <laughs> so the conspiracy edition means people who use hate speech online could face criminal charges, and they deem what is hate speech. They'll decide that for you. Nothing's opinion anymore. No, you have an opinion? Ah, ah, ah. We give you your opinion. That includes a person who publishes material advancing white supremacy, white supremacy ideology, antagonism based on replacement theory, or hate speech that vilifies or is otherwise directed against any non-white person or group. So where do I fit into this? I'm white and Mexican. I'm having an internal battle here, folks. I don't know. Do I hate myself? I don't get it. Am I at war with myself? The text of the bill specifically lists social media platforms as one area where hate speech could result in criminal consequences. If that hate speech motivates another person, so you're in charge for other people, something you say Make somebody else do something? You're going to jail! <laughs> oh, boy. If the hate speech motivates another person to go out and commit a racist crime against others, mass shootings and other hate crimes motivated by white supremacy have been increasing in frequency and intensity. The bill states, gee, I wonder who's really in charge of these shootings. Just saying. I don't know. My opinion All instances, do you see the dangerous line that we're on right now, folks? Do you see where we're teetering right now? How dangerous this really is? It is so dangerous. I mean, this is hopefully just a near-death experience, or it is a death experience. Leaving the dollar, and in other news, Saudi Arabia is willing to settle trade in currencies other than the U.S. dollar. So according to Saudi Arabia's finance minister, Mohammed the country is now willing to settle trades in currencies other than the U.S. dollar. The revelation was made by On Tuesday, during an interview in Davos, there are no issues with discussing how we settle our trade arrangements, whether it is in the U.S. dollar, whether it is in the euro, whether it is in the Saudi royal, said Muhammad al He also stated that he doesn't think that they are waving away any discussion that will help improve trade around the world. So Saudi Arabia is looking to strengthen relations with China. Saudi Arabia is one of the largest oil exporters in the world. We could have been that. We could have until Biden (laughs) destroyed the Keystone Pipeline and all the other deals. We could have been that. We didn't need these guys. Ah, Wasn't it just, let's just reflect for a moment on Trump. How great that presidency really was. We have four years of grace. Yeah. The country has always maintained a currency back to the dollar until now. Saudi Arabia is also trying to strengthen its relationship with China. The duo had earlier come to an agreement to ramp up coordination on energy, exploration, and policy. So Biden's basically in office right now holding off everything, all progress for America. In fact, he's flushing us down the toilet. Yep. It's going to get bumpy, folks. 2023 is going to be really bumpy.
FEMA homeless camps. See, I've been watching this, folks, and I've been noticing how they're breaking down America, destroying the middle class, letting in everybody from South America, destroying our borders with this new. Uh, uh, where is it? The new North American deal, whatever the fuck it is. Declaration of North America. So as they're doing all this, they know that American workers are going to be put out of work. Socialism starts creeping in more and more and more to communism. And then there's nowhere to work anymore. The AI is taking over all the jobs. You're going to be homeless. You're going to be on the streets. Maybe getting a small government check for some of you. Live within your means in your little cubicle. (laughs) Move you into smart cities. And while all this is happening, homelessness is going to be a problem, obviously, right? See, I'm putting the pieces together for you folks. And I know a lot of you agree with me on this. And the way I put my my morning shows together is to put the pieces of the puzzle for you together, which you do with me, my black sheep patriots. So as the country, as our country spirals spirals into the gutter, could the rise of homelessness camps be next? Just a question I'm posing. More cities and states make homelessness encampments a crime. Leaving low-income people with few options until the government steps in and says, ah, we have a nice little place for you. But you got to get this before you can come in. As the number of people experiencing homelessness increases across the country, more cities and states have passed laws making it illegal to live out of the tents and cars in your own car or sleep in public spaces. More than 100 jurisdictions have had such bans bans on the books for years, according to the National Homelessness Law Center. In recent months, high-profile measures have been approved targeting homelessness in many Western U.S. cities, and across entire states. It'd be pretty crazy, right, if America's, and this is just a question I'm posing, sets up zones, encampment zones maybe, social zones. Oh, if you make this amount of money, you can live in this zone. If you make this amount of money, you live in this zone. If you make this amount of money, you can interact and be in this zone. It's so easy to see, and everything's, held together by a smart grid. Oh, you only make about 20000 a year. You don't make anything at you in this zone. There was a movie about that. I think Justin Timberlake was in it. I don't know. It was a good movie. I can't remember the name of the movie. If you guys know what I'm talking about with Justin Timberlake, it was a movie about like zones. Can you put it on here? Um, It's a good movie. It's actually a really good movie. I kind of like Justin Timberlake, to be honest. He's one of the few actors I like. Just in time. Alpha, no, not Alpha Dog. In time, is it? Out of time? It's something like that. Time something. In time. Yeah. Good movie. Oh, by the way, folks, a really good series to watch uh, that I've been watching is The Old Man on Hulu. Great series. I love Jeff Bridges, man. Jeff Bridges is a great actor. One of my favorites. I like him in The Big Lebowski, but... um, this this is good. The old man. I, I highly recommend it. The old man on Hulu. Oh, uh, all right. So, rise in middle aged white white deaths of despair may be fueled by loss of religion. New research paper argues. I wouldn't say loss of religion. I'd say loss of God, because I think we could do with less religion, to be honest with you. But if you have a belief in God and you hold that true to yourself. That's what we're missing. The only reason I'm sober is because I believe in God and I believe in my higher power. I know I'm part of something bigger. Remember, folks, I am not a drop of the ocean. I am the entire ocean and the drop. And so are you. Every single one of you on here. The entire ocean and the drop. You just have to realize it. Consciousness. You just have to go, oh, I'm that powerful. No wonder they're scared of us. (laughs) No wonder. They're terrified of us because each of us possess that power because we are the entire ocean in a drop. Each of us. So-called deaths of despair, such as such as from suicide or alcohol abuse, have been skyrocketing for middle-aged white Americans. Yeah, middle-aged sucks. 
<laughs> I'm middle-aged. Middle-aged man. You guys remember that? Okay, I'm getting off subject here. It's been blamed on various phenomenon, including opiate use, but a new research paper finds a different culprit, declining religious practice. The working paper from Tyler Giles on Wellingsley College, Daniel Hungerman of the University of Notre Dame, and Tamar Ostrom of Ohio State University looked at the relationship between religiosity and morality from deaths of despair. The paper was circulated by the National Bureau of Economic Research. So more white people, on average, are killing themselves than anybody else through depression and despair suicide. Have you guys heard of this one? LGBTQ news. Remember, they're trying to put that P on there. Working real hard to put that P on there. Gay couple allegedly pimped out made child porn with adopted children. Investigation of Town Hall investigation found the alleged sexual abuse was much worse than reported. A shocking investigation has reported and uncovered disturbing new details about a gay activist couple in Georgia who are charged with raping their adopted sons and pimping them out to a local LGBTQ pederast ring. A months-long town hall investigation published Tuesday Tuesday, viewed recorded jailhouse calls and new court documents and spoke exclusively to a family member, revealing that the alleged sexual abuse went much deeper than previously reported. The investigation will have three more installments, town hall said. The married couple, William Dale Zolak Jr., 33, a government worker, and his husband, Zachary Jacob Zilock, 35, a banker, were arrested last summer on charges of sodomizing their two elementary-age sons. And prostituting the children out. They were indicted by a grand jury on charges of incest, aggravated sodomy, aggravated child molestation, felony of sexual exploitation of children, and felony prostitution of a minor. If convicted, they face more than nine life sentences each. Both men had pled not guilty, Your Honor. Don't worry. They'll get theirs in prison. They don't don't do well in prison. (laughs) They don't do well in prison. These guys don't do well in prison. In what the fuck news, in what the fuck news, man going through a divorce (laughs) rams dump truck into wife's home. And there's a video on this. An estranged husband whose wife wife says they were going through a divorce was captured on camera repeatedly ramming, ramming a dump truck into his partner's home in Los Angeles over the weekend. Slamming into parked cars and seemingly destroying anything that got in his way. He so he loses his shit. My question is always, what's she do to make him lose his shit? <laughs> and put, I mean, I my mind always goes there. You know, there's always two sides to every coin. Patricia Dunn told KABC that the man behind the wheel was her husband, Ronald Dunn, for whom she is getting a divorce. And now here she's going, see, he's crazy. I told you he's nuts. He's absolutely nuts. After she filed a restraining order against him earlier this month, the six man, this guy's 63 years old. The 63-year-old, well, I guess, well, the 63-year-old woman noted to KCAL, her husband grew, grew even more enraged and caused her to fear for her life. Details surrounding the couple's divorce remain unclear, and neither Patricia or Ronald Dunn immediately responded to re- request for comment early Tuesday. It's unclear whether charges have been brought against Ronald Dunn. He got drove to insanity, literally, and he drove a dump truck into her house. I always say it takes two to tango. Now, obviously, he should not have done that, but I always ask the question, what did she do? I'm just saying what drove him to this madness? It's always the man's fault, right? It's always the man's fault. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's the crazy guy. But what does she do? Because it's almost like, I look at everything almost like the New World Order. Problem, reaction, solution. I don't know, folks. I have a very skeptical mind. 
Sounds like an Amber Heard. <laughs> yes, it does. I'm center. I'm 71 and never been happier. Thanks, Jesus Christ, my Savior. Yeah, good for you. 71. Applaud, 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 applaud. I think as you get older, maybe you settle in more and you enjoy life a little more. You understand. At least now at 45, I'm looking back on my life and going, shit, that was chaos. Absolute chaos. I was juggling extremes. I was juggling drinking and women and that was fun well, drinking and women and all that and then boxing they didn't go together it was oil and water and it only took its time it only took a matter of time before i had to pay the price the karma tab that came in and said now you owe us david nino rodriguez and i had to pay that karma tab <sighs> it took me getting sober that's for sure I want to say that I appreciate all of you coming on my YouTube and doing and helping me out through my life because you guys are just as you guys are a huge source of strength for me. So I want to say thank you to each and every one of you that keep me going. You a lot of you I get emails that say, "Hey Dave, you keep us going. Uh, you're on the air all the time. You, you really bring you make me feel sane in this insane world." And all I got to say, folks, it's symbiotic. It works both ways. You all are helping me more so than you know. All of you are helping me. Um, just three years ago, I was down and out, drunk at the bar, no future, nothing. And you guys helped me find a brighter path for myself. And I've been able to quit drinking and be sober. And I really want to say thanks to you all. Every little contribution you give me on Venmo, all of it, it all helps me do this full time. And Bring the news that you want. So I want to say thank you so much to all of you from the bottom of my heart. I don't get to say it enough. You guys are really helping me get through some of the toughest times of my life. So thank you. Um, without any more, that's it. I'm done. Go to ninoscorner.tv and uh, the general tent is coming where you'll get to ask questions to people like Juan, the ghost. It's going to be fun. We're going to have a lot of fun with that. All right, folks. And the new... Heavyweight champion of podcasting and the black sheep of broadcasting, baby. Boom. All right, folks. I'm out of here. I'll see you Friday.